I'm Jane Donovan. Come and join me on my new show, The Park Bench, where we discuss, share points of view, wisdom and advice on all the hottest topics being pondered in today's world. This is a show by all of us for We The People, where you get to have your say on what really matters to you. Together, let's co-create to get the conversations happening right here on The Park Bench. believe we are manifesting all the time, be it in the positive or the negative. We do not need to be conscious for this to be so. The law of attraction states that like attracts like, and so whatever we are attracting at any given time is that which we are currently in. Years ago, a documentary and book on manifesting went viral around the world. It was called The Secret and was wonderful in introducing people to the concept of manifestation. However, a big part of manifesting was missing from the documentary. Well, in my opinion anyway. And that is the law of vibration. The law of vibration dictates what it is that we are attracting. The law of attraction states, as I said, that like attracts like. Such as, if we're feeling fabulous, we attract more of that. If we're feeling anxious, we attract more of that. However, our emotional state is what our vibrational state is. And so the law of vibration, therefore, dictates our point of attraction. As we raise our vibration, we raise our attraction point to be more in alignment with that which we really are desiring. The challenge often comes, though, with the alignment. We must come in alignment with that which we desire. And so to be deliberate, conscious co-creators with the universe, it is to be completely in alignment with our thoughts, our words, and our emotions. So often I witness people sharing with words their desires in life, that which they really want to manifest. However, I also witness actions or emotions that are not in alignment with their words. So as they state the words, eh, the universe starts to line up all that's needed for the manifestation to occur. However, then, if a contrasting thought, words or emotions are experienced, that manifestation now changes to be the new desire. The energy is changed. The vibration has changed. And so now the attraction point has changed. This is powerful to understand, to enable us to become more consciously aware, to assist us in manifesting exactly what it is that we desire. And now I must share one of my all-time favorite manifesting stories. There are many universal laws that are important to recognize to become a conscious manifester. However, a few simple rules or guidelines are that it is often best to get out of the way of the how. Typically, we'll want to control the how, or we want to imagine it. We want to visualize it. We want to know how is this going to play out. However, I have a beautiful story from a friend of mine, a friend who was being guided by Source to open a healing center. And this story shows just how creative Source can be when allowed the freedom of the how. She'd been working towards the goal of opening a healing center, 
with action around planning and budgeting, etc. However, she was becoming frustrated at the lack of funds to get the centre open. So one day, she pretty firmly expressed her frustration at the universe and said that if her guides really wanted her to do this important work, then she needed $15,000 and she needed it now. A few days later, she received her bank statement and yes, there was $15,000 in her account. She laughed at her guide saying, thank you. I get the joke. However, it's not my money, so I still can't progress. She went to the bank to show the error which they agreed they could see it wasn't her who had deposited the money. However, they couldn't see where it had come from. And after a few days, they rang her to say that while they knew it wasn't her deposit, as they couldn't track the money, they were also unable to take it out of her account. She shared she didn't want it, as if she spent it. They would come back in, you know, six months or six years' time and demand that she pay it back. Here's the interesting twist. The bank issued paperwork to her to say that this is her money and that there is no recall from the bank will occur now or in the future. How cool is that? Thank you, universe. One wonderful healing center opened and a great lesson to us all to get out of the way of the how. So now let's have some fun listening to our guests who share their stories on manifesting and or methods that they like to use. Hi, I'm Lane from Life Source, and I co-host Talking Galactic with my mom, Joyce Keller, and FDA Not Approved with Terry Lynn. So my favorite manifestation story is that I have an Indian guide, or I should say American Indian, Native American, uh, by the name of Running Bear, who has been with me since childhood or earlier. Uh, and he works very closely with me on a number of things. But one of the things he does, he's very, very good at finding parking spots. Because guess what? He's a scout. <laughs> so um, again, back to New York City, always parking is always troublesome at best. And I was, I guess I had come back um, in the two around the 2000s and I had a partner we were living together and I would when we were driving around doing alternate side of the street parking which means you have to move your car every single day um I would say okay running bear is going to get me a spot don't worry about it and he would be so he was so spiritual and yet he was so skeptical and he's like what do you mean running bear is going to get you a spot so whenever he was in the car it would destroy my energy because I felt under pressure to prove that Running Bear could do it. But when I was alone, and to this day when I'm alone, I always get a spot no matter where it is, what city I am in, no matter how crowded it is, how impossible it is to find. And I realized that the reason that happens is because I believe in it 100%. So that's what I'm trying to carry over into all aspects of my life to manifest. You have to believe in it or as you say, Jane, you have to know it. So going from 100% belief into knowledge is the task. Hi, I'm Peter and I'm from Canberra. I have a manifestation story. Uh, So the story I have is actually um, 
it goes all the way back to me starting a podcast or prior to that, which, you know, you helped me with tremendously. Um, and it was the moment I chose to go ahead and, and do it. Uh, and <laughs> it's a funny story. It's actually kind of embarrassing to some degree as well. But I took the kids um, to see Moana, uh, the movie. And so, and I, you know, I have five kids, so there was a good four of them at least at that movie. And, um, you know, in the middle of that movie, I'm crying. I've got tears running down my, my cheeks. And it's when uh, the main character, and it's a, you know, it's a, if you haven't seen it, it's a hero's journey type of movie. And the main character's kind of standing on the edge of the water. And the water's been calling her, you know, the, her whole life. And she hasn't gone uh, for whatever reasons. And, and mainly because, you know, the community around her doesn't want her to go. And a father doesn't want to go. And finally, she takes those steps and she actually goes on that voyage. And I just thought, oh, this is just a metaphor for me, for my life right now. And I have had this calling, you know, my whole life. And, uh, but I was just never had the strength to actually take it. And so, again, it was just a decision. What I decided at that time is I, I, I tried to, I, I often get bogged down if I don't know the detail of things. I'm not a very detail-oriented. And that not knowing the detail will stop me. And so I just let it all go. And, and, and you, were, uh, you provided me a lot of comfort that I could do it. And so without really knowing how, the, how I was going to go about doing it, without really knowing whether it was going to be successful or not, I just let all that go and I did it. And it's funny, as soon as I let it all go, all the places – all, all, the, all the things fell in place to, to get it done, uh, you know, quite, quite quickly. And it's almost like what has stopped me manifesting before is just making that decision and surrendering. Yeah, surrendering to it. That's, that's the manifestation story is just kind of uh, being okay with not knowing the answers, not knowing how things are going to work and just surrendering to it and let it go. However, however it works, and I don't even know, need to know that, but it was a distinct change once I decided to let go and, and not have to know the outcome. I'm not a perfectionist at all, not even slightly, but sometimes I need to know that something's going to work before I do it and, and all that kind of lifted once I just kind of surrendered to it. Hi, I'm Teresa and I'm from Adelaide. Ah, well, I've got a wonderful manifestation story, haven't I? <laughs> yes, well, I, I was um, looking for a, um, I mean, my husband died in, in the year 2000 and um, it took me quite a while to, to um, seek another uh, partner um, and, and when I did, it was one disaster after another. <laughs> and obviously, whoever I uh, was with at the time was always teaching me something, but they were never quite right. And so I, I did, I put together a list of uh, what I want in a partner. And there was probably oh, about 30 things that I wanted that were, you know, were, were, I was really keen. And most of them had to do with... Um, a, a person's nature and what's in their heart and, and how their approach to life and um, what's important to them. And um, 
And I kept looking for this and I got an email um, uh, asking if I would like to attend a social aid dinner. And I thought, yeah, that would be nice. Um, yep, something to look forward to. And uh, after that night, I, I came home quite happy, quite content, and, and that was all fine. And, and then um, one gentleman asked for my number. And I thought, you know what, he was actually quite, he, he was, I was not attracted, but I thought he, he's actually, he was a gentleman. And I thought, I'd like to have a gentleman as a friend. And if that turns out to be a friendship, that's fine. If it doesn't, that's fine. Um, and um, and at the, the next event, um, yeah, he was one of my mini dates and um, that went really well. And I thought, oh, that was a bit of a surprise. And he was saying all the things that I've always wanted to hear. But there was part of the brain that was saying, you know what, that's just might be, he might be a very smart man who knows what to say to seduce a woman. And, and I just had that in my brain. And then we had our first date and... Um, and that was that was amazing in that, and, and I still was was very very sceptical. And he was such a gentleman, and he and uh, we arrived at the date, and I, he was there before me, which really impressed me. And and he had some roses waiting for me, which really really impressed me. But I was still, you know, a bit sceptical. And um, and then he hit me with a bombshell. He said, said Teresa, he said. I'm 69 years old. He said, I'm, I'm relationship ready, but I'm not desperate. He said, I'm looking for um, a lifetime partner and I'm hoping it's you. And I thought, hmm, oh, well, at least he knows what he wants. Yeah, it's a good thing. But, you know, is this guy crazy or, you know, is he normal? But I was curious and I thought, oh, that's okay. But with time and, and with consistency, um, I started to understand where he was coming from. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to connect with his heart and understand, you know, where is he actually coming from? And I, I'm, I'm just blown away now. I just think he's actually, I re recognise now that he's actually a very, very intuitive man and he knows what he wants and he saw straight through me. And I, I was just, yeah, now I'm blown away and now we're engaged to be married and hopefully married within the next I don't know how long, <laughs> depending. We could get married tomorrow. It just depends we're, because we're not planning anything extravagant because to me now having um, having a big party is not important. Um, and if we, we do get married, it's because we want want our spirits to be um, joined, not, not just physically but spiritually as well because he has that depth to him as well. Um, which I've never met a man with with the same depth that I have got. Uh, and that, to me, is an amazing gift. Hi, everyone. I'm Catherine Hills. I am 33 and I am from the UK. Um, I have loads of really fun manifestation stories, actually, um, but I normally really enjoy the fun ones. Um, I like to think that the universe can have fun with us sometimes and um, for example uh, I'm driving down into town I'm running late and I desperately need a parking space that's close <laughs> um, and I will just say please let there be a parking space there will be a parking space I'm going to find a parking space right next to where I'm going and every time it works and I just find it so funny um, and you know just little things like that you know I need to find spare change for the parking and oh look there's literally spare change in my pocket um, Little things like that always make me laugh. 
this probably might not be exactly what people were expecting, but <laughs> one one time uh, I was going up to London on the train to meet my very best friend. Um, I hadn't seen her for a really long time and I was really excited to just see her again and give her a big old hug. Um, and she's the kind of friend where we just sit and we have a glass of red wine together in the pub and we'll just have a good old gossip and we'll have a good old laugh together and we'll smoke a couple of fags because you know we're having some wine um and on the way up I remember thinking oh crap I haven't got any I haven't got a packet of ciggies you know I haven't got a packet of um of cigarettes um normally like I said I kind of just smoke very casually now um so I you know I don't worry about it being bad for me or anything because it's only now and then um <laughs> we got I got I got to her at the train station we decided that we were absolutely not remotely interested in traveling about to find a very busy nice pub somewhere so we literally walked over the road to a pub that was opposite the train station um and there outside on one of the tables was a teeny tiny packet of um uh cigarettes just the, the exact brand that i would normally smoke if i was to buy some um <laughs> <laughs> so me and my friend just looked at each other and we're like well there we go thanks universe <laughs> um so it's just little things like that that make me laugh um but on the other side there are some bigger manifestation stories that I can share um so for example um when we went on holiday to Bali um one evening we were both we were getting ready to go out and we were both feeling a little bit flat I don't know if you remember this Jane it is really fun but um I think you were missing your your girls back home I was kind of missing my other half back at home we were both feeling a bit tired from the day but we really wanted to go out and enjoy ourselves um we were dressed up and we were walking down the foyer in the hotel and um I said right no, we're going to have a really good night out. I'm going to manifest us a good night. And you were, you went, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And so obviously I think I probably had a bit of help from you energetically to manifest. But um, I just sort of walked along in my flip-flops and I was saying, oh, we're going to have a great night. We're going to laugh. We're going to find some great music. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to feel free. And I just kind of almost channeled my manifestation if that makes sense like I just kind of happily just declared the kind of night that we would have um and we had the best night ever we found that bar with the band that was so good that rock band I don't know if you remember and you did chair dancing <laughs> in the bar and I was like oh my god this is so much fun um being British I was slightly mortified with the dancing but you know that's just me and I, I knew it was just me and I just I loved watching how happy you were and I loved the music and it was so good so we did we did good we kind of just manifested this really great evening out on our holiday when we weren't we weren't feeling it at all um so another story uh another manifestation story that means quite a lot to me I used to have a mood board um when I was in my 20s um I had a mood board with loads of magazine cuttings that I just pinned to this notice board and I had it in my room um and I actually had a uh, I took a picture of it and I had it as my 
phone, um, uh, my well, my phone and my uh, iPad um, home screen. So I would always look at it every day and just kind of forgot about it. But um, one of the things that was on the, oh, and most of the things on the mood board did come true. Um, but one thing that I thought was very funny was, uh, on my mood board, I had a picture of a tall, blonde, very handsome man in a suit um, holding a little blonde boy in his arms. Um, so that was sort of my hope for manifesting a husband for myself um, and a child um, in my future. Um, and funnily, it makes me laugh because I now have a tall blonde man um, in my life and a little blonde boy in my life as well and um, but not in the way that I expected so my other half um, never wears a suit funnily enough he's a builder um, but he's a very kind person and he has a little boy um who is my stepson um I've been with Steve for four years Marshall has been in so I've been Marshall's stepson since um I've been Marshall's stepmom since he's three he was three he's now seven and I've watched him grow up and I know that I'm a big part of his life as well so I manifest I kind of manifested that future for myself but not in the way that I would expect Hello everyone, my name's Nikki. I'm from Ask the Body Kinesiology in South Australia. Okay, so firstly, my, manif my greatest manifest manifestation story is one of loss, actually. It's a clear example of how it can work in the reverse. And that involves you, my beautiful friend, Jane Donovan. And that was, you know, my first um, understanding of how the law of attraction works. And you had introduced me to the movie and the book. Um, I think it was the book. Or maybe we watched the movie that particular day. I think that's what happened. Anyway, you introduced me to um, the, the Secret. And so we were together with another friend. And we were intentionally, our intention was to sit down and to make our manifestation list, um, to do a vision board. And I was at that time going quite off grid in my personal life um, and so therefore becoming quite um, aware of not needing material things, material, yeah, material possessions and trying to, you know, limit that and bring it into some sort of simplified manner. Um, <clears throat> and then we were together and you and our other friend were, were making your lists and creating these beautiful um vision boards and I was just not wanting to put anything on mine and I think I can't remember exactly what I put on there but I do remember saying the words that I don't need or want any of these things and I remember you very clearly putting things on like uh, and they weren't just material things it was I want to spend more time with my children so I want my work hours to be during school hours or um, you know and and then you wanted very specific things in your home which you manifested, you manifested the ideal business. And I, I watched all of that come to fruition, I think within the next 12 months, that's my feeling on it. That's my remembering on it. And in that period of time, as your things were unfolding and our friend that was also doing the same thing, I, our family went bankrupt 
And uh, so I was witnessing how I, so it wasn't until some time after that I recognised that I manifested exactly what I asked for. And that was that I said, I don't need anything. I need nothing. Don't need material. Thing. And so, um, you know, it's a very long and complicated story about the whole bankruptcy thing, but it was the greatest gift, the greatest thing to ever happen to myself and my family because um, action was needed and responsibility around money. And, and, and so there, I had the opportunity to, to unpack what that meant. Yeah, I think that's my greatest manifestation story is that, you, that I, I was witness to how you can call something in and how you can absolutely make, you know, block anything coming in. Into, yeah, so what, what you, you have to be really um, present and conscious to what you're calling in. Yeah, that was definitely my greatest manifestation, I think. And then, and actually, no, I've got one other. When I was embarking upon becoming an instructor of kinesiology, so I work as a practitioner, but I also teach um, and share the wisdom of kinesiology with students. Um, when I was going through that process of training for that, my mentor asked me to write a letter to my future self and she sent it to me 12 months later to the day and uh, that receiving that letter was absolute confirmation that the law of attraction is a thing and working with vibration and energy and intention is everything because everything I wrote in that letter and I remember writing it thinking um, this is bullshit. <laughs> what I'm calling in is not going to happen most likely and I went for it. I was, I was saying things such as you are, you have a waiting list of people coming to see you you are charging X amount of dollars and your friends um, respect the fact that you are honouring yourself and charging and they are also willing to pay for your time and your services, all of these outlandish things. And you've, you've um, taught three of the, of the, the intro, introduction to kinesiology courses in the first 12 months. Well, um, I mean, I surpassed what actually came in the letter uh, and so every single thing on that manifestation letter to my future self uh, came true and beyond that as well. So that was also a really cool manifestation story. <laughs> my name is uh, Rula Turgaidis, uh, originally from Greece. I love to uh, cook, to travel, and to do uh, coaching work and journalistic work. Uh, creative visualization. I've been doing that throughout my whole life. I had no clue that that's what it's called. And I have a story. Um, it's called Winter. I have not enough money and I need to have a beautiful warm jacket uh, that might not cost more than 50 euro. And that is somewhere 10 years ago. Um, I visualize myself in that beautiful jacket with a hoodie and I look at myself in that vision that I pay, that the thing is hanging there waiting on me, my size, and I give the, uh, the lady behind the counter 50 euro. I go out of the house, I go to the first shop, I enter and the thing is waiting there. I put it on, I pay 50 euro and I go out of the shop. <laughs> Another story, very short, I used to smoke and um, I visualized myself 
uh, how it is not smoking any longer. And um, I visualized it in a way that all senses were involved. So I even started to smell my hair and smell the, uh, the washing powder uh, on, on my clothes. And uh, I visualized me without holding anything in between my two fingers. And it all worked out. It really worked out. I, I stopped cold turkey. Yeah. I used to have dreams and visions since um, I remember myself and I had uh, some kind of fears to overcome and uh, one of those was to really put my voice out there and uh, I've been told that if I sing that people are going to ridicule me and I've been ridiculed um, and I started to have the same vision again and again and that was performing. So I was like, how fun would that be? <laughs> Let's just try. Maybe this is going to work. And it worked out. And I've been performing at places that in Holland, you go like, oh, really? You, you did that? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did that. The other thing was, I gained um, a lot of weight due uh, to, to a treatment I had to follow with hormones. And um, I visualized myself uh, feeling feeling really feeling lighter not just losing the weight but feeling lighter how would it be to feel lighter and then i started to visualize um, the kind of body that i wanted to create for myself to really sculpture my body and i've done it it took me a year and i've done it and uh, I'm, I'm going back to that i want to re-sculpture my body now because yeah <laughs> things change a little bit so these are just uh, really examples of creative visualization. That is how I learned to do stuff. Yeah. I'm Julia and I'm from South Australia. And I live in a little town in the Barossa with three children. I think of practical things to do. And then you know what? I just I just do <laughs> I just do everything I think of, which sometimes means I've got a few balls in the air at one time. And uh, one of them ends up falling, but I just kind of, I just get ahead and do things. And then I found that so, um, because I've got three uh, kids, right, and um, uh, and I've homeschooled, I've got to initiate our own learning programs. And I kind of do fun things and see if I can incorporate other families. And uh, then any of our interests we make into a project and we've just got to keep going and we do. Um, for example, uh, one of my daughters is interested in making uh, flowers for cakes at the moment. So we just throw days worth of time into finding out how to make flowers and everybody gets involved and we order stuff and we make stuff or then somebody starts sewing something before we know we've invented a few patterns so on and so forth so it happens that I'm fearless and I'm not saying that is I've just born that way I'm just fearless so hi my name is Jason and I'm from Whaingaroa New Zealand there was this one time in Rarotong where we, me and my auntie were driving around trying to find the, the laundromat. And I was just thinking, where is this place? Surely it's not that far. And then that laundromat's truck just drove past us. So we followed the truck. <laughs> At that exact moment, I was asking, where is this place? I know it's not far. 
<laughs> but there's nothing special about my manifestation techniques except asking questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can either, you know, accept defeat or, you know, wonder why, why am I losing here? And the best way, you know, to get over a loss is to ask. And maybe there'll be uh, a win that comes from, from that loss. So for me, it's always about asking questions and not making statements because those statements are facts. Once you've made a statement, that's it. Whereas if you ask a question, then there's the possibility that anything's possible, you know, like everything opens up for you. So for me, it's all, yeah, I've always been a curious person. So questions have just been my innate way of being. But I think if people practice more asking questions, you'll be surprised by what comes, the answer that comes. <laughs> Hi, it's Adam from Mount Barker in South Australia, 46 and fabulous. My wife is an excellent manifestator, manifester, manifestator, manifester. Um, and literally we came out of bankruptcy uh, a fair while ago now. Um, and this, that, that stage, we were looking to buy a house whilst we were still in bankruptcy um, and literally put it on the board, uh, put it on a manifestation board. And there were some opportunities that came up. And though we didn't end up buying the house then, we ended up moving into a house that we ended up buying four years later. So uh, the opportunity um, is always there. The failure in manifestation is not seeing the opportunities that arise. Hello, my name is Neil. Um, I'm the host of the show and series called Unlocking the Code. I live in the UK, uh, in the northwest of the UK, in a little um, town called Carlisle. Uh, near to the Scottish border. I've been annoyed by the um, aircraft flying over my house, spraying the air and so on and chemtrails and whatnot for the last few weeks. And I took the, the time out uh, a couple of days ago just to put a dome around my house of protection. So, and I manifested that, um, not only for myself, but for all uh, animals, birds, nature, et cetera, et cetera. And since I've done that, it's very weird that no plane seems to fly over my house anymore. <laughs> my name is Larissa and I migrated from Russia to Australia 28 years ago. And I am accredited energy practitioner and therapist. And I'm running a business named Ascara from um, down south of Adelaide. Well, we all need to realize that we are so amazingly designed. We combine all of our faculties and the higher faculties that we actually can utilize in creating our own lives. So we can combine our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, psychological. And if we know how to put our attention and focus into what we would like to manifest in our life, we easily can do it very effortlessly. The only one thing that is uh, on the way for us to manifest very fast and quick is that uh, we don't have awareness, that we have counter current within ourselves that is basically um, blocking us from manifesting for the benefit of many. 
because a lot of time consciously we only manifest what we really want for ourselves forgetting that what we divinely created to do is to make benefit for many and when we are open to this manifestation will happen very quickly and exactly in the form as you want it in my own personal experience of manifestation or actually uh, on a healing journey I realized that we are not who we've been told all our lives so when we are connected and believing uh, blindly to the external messages or the information that are written in books or told by authority or some scientists or experts we are actually uh, dishonoring ourselves. We're not trusting ourselves. In my own journey, when I was creating some sort of crises in myself, I quickly realized that if I did create this crisis, well, then I'm well prepared to actually heal myself and manifest uh, uh, good life without crisis. We don't need to create crises to actually change for good because we have this capacity to do this. And we need to learn to trust ourselves. We, we have the most reliable navigation system, system there is within ourselves. Hello, I'm Joyce Keller and my website is my name. JoyceKeller.com, and I'm a psychic medium, and I'm an author, radio, TV host, and I'm here to serve. Manifestation is very important because, I, well, I wrote a book, which is probably not even available anymore, but it was called Calling All Angels, and in Calling All Angels, it's a book of manifestation about how you can bring into you what you really desire. But there are certain cosmic rules that need to be addressed as well, such as is it in keeping with your soul's destiny? You want somebody else's husband? You know, it's like, it's gonna be a, a very karmic situation. So manifestation has caveats with it. And that's my answer to manifestation. Yes, it does work, but it has to be of the light and it has to be in keeping with the greatest good of all concerned. You, you really, uh, there are cosmic laws that say you, you really don't infringe on anyone else's karma, cause what you will, whatever you will, uh, soul's destiny. It has to be what's right for you and without harming others. So Hi, I'm Bev and I'm from the beautiful Florio Peninsula. Well, I've actually heard this very recently. Um, about requesting something to the universe that you think you probably can't handle yourself. So you'd make two columns and on one of the sides, you'd put the things that you know you can achieve for sure. And on the other side, you'd put to the, uh, from the universe and you'd write down all the things you really, really want. And you just leave that and you stick it up somewhere and leave it to the universe. Hi, I'm Jalen and I'm from South Australia. I think it's been practice for me since a very young age growing up with people and being surrounded by people around me that see that as a 
practice and put it into action. So I was able to learn from them. So I'd say it's not really been a decision of, oh, I'm going to manifest this. It's just a reminder. I've been reminded to focus on what I want constantly, see it, visualize it, and then it plays into action in many facets of my life. So one example would be, I definitely think the Fringe show, I did an Adelaide Fringe show, which was a um, tribute live performance. And um, all the elements that I saw in as a young person being in that environment seemed close to impossible, but I didn't see it as impossible. I just saw it as, oh, well, that's just how it's going to be. And hence, you know, the production level that I incorporated into it, all of those things just happened and it was all a part of it. And I look back at that and I go, oh, wow, that it was because I didn't question it. It was just, it just is. And then so forth, it became what it was. So yeah, no, that's just one example, but it happens in all areas of my life with everything. Yeah. Here's my tip on manifesting. Don't buy the lottery ticket unless you really, and I mean really, believe you can win it. So often we give a passing thought to something such as buying a lottery ticket when the internal dialogue is saying, why bother? You won't be winning. The conflicting thoughts will ensure a contrasting vibration, placing you out of alignment with the ability to manifest this. So first, having the belief of something being possible is a crucial step to becoming a conscious manifester. And I hope these stories today have helped remind you of just how powerful you are, whether it be something small or something life-changing. The next step is to move from a belief to a knowing. To believe in something is a very different vibration to a knowing. A knowing comes about from individual personal experience that basically cannot be questioned. To do this, I encourage people to test the manifestation process. Start by connecting with source or the universe or God or whatever language you use. Ask for something to be manifested, such as simple cup of coffee gifted to you from somebody or a feather to appear in your path. The key here is to ask for something that you already believe is possible. Then as this manifests, document this as evidence of the process. You keep working on this test and measure and documenting your experiences. And over time, you'll start to recognize patterns that are helping you to be in alignment with that which you desire, as well as gaining awareness around when you are out of alignment. The more and longer that you test and measure manifesting and documenting the evidence, the more you will move from a belief to a deep and unshakable knowing. Knowing just how powerful you are as a co-creator with Source. Happy Conscious Manifesting. And as you consciously bring in that which you desire, we would love to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. So if you'd like to share, head to our show website, lifesource.global or to janedonovan.com.au. With blessings and gratitude, have a divine day manifesting all your heart desires. You've been listening to The Part Bench with host me, Jane Donovan. 
To reach out to me, head to my website, janedonovan.com.au and have a gorgeous day knowing you really are amazing.